0: Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. This is for the week of January 17th, 2021, and we welcome the vocalists of Toronto's Phantom High as uh, Pearl talks about the band's new single, Black Divine, available right now on your favorite streaming service this and a whole lot more coming up next right here on the roman show step down to the get down all right whenever you're ready you're ready five seconds to the open <laughs> watch that little gimbal we don't want you coming off in face. retro go Retro, go. go. we're going fly guidance fight surgeon go not Go come we're going to fly to gmc we're going to down the go control go 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 cafeo the
1: Roman Show with your host, Rodolfo.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Thank you very much once again for joining us on the program. We're excited. Second one of the year, 2021. Already a hectic one to get things going. Uh, but we're going to welcome just a few Pearl of the band, Phantom High. They're all the way in Toronto. They have uh, featured several pop songs and just turn them dark. One of them being uh, David Bowie's uh, Let's Dance uh, and several others, a Lady Gaga theme song or a song. Actually, they uh, they they converted into this very uh, deep uh, sound, and they do a great job at it. Uh, So, if you're a fan of a corn, in this moment, this is the band that you need to listen to. That's Phantom High from Toronto. They call themselves more of a glam core band. Pearl, the lead singer, wears a mask, and. Pearl will let us know a little bit exactly how that whole mass thing got into it, but I'm gonna let Pearl talk about that. In the meantime, let's be a little patient before we welcome Pearl in, and let's go ahead and uh, give a little shout out to all our sponsors, including our good friends at Fusion CBD. Visit them at fusioncbdproducts.com. Listen, myself, I've been experiencing some um, some strains, some muscle strains. As I get older, right, we're going to feel some stuff that we're not supposed to feel or they're supposed to feel or we never knew it existed. But either way, I've been taking the Fusion CBD products and it's been helping me out to calm the pain or the disturbance of that in my muscle. So get on over to FusionCBDProducts.com and purchase your favorite product right now. Once again, that's FusionCBDProducts.com valentine's is around the corner so you got to look fresh you got to be clean while you're at it get yourself a manscaped lawnmower visit manscaped.com and purchase your product right now and while you're at it as soon as you purchase your lawnmower head on to ballwash.com that's ballwash use the roman the promo code roman and get a percentage off your purchase that is ballwash ballwash.com is the is the website purchase your product right now trust me your balls will be smelling fresh all right lots to talk about here on the program as uh, we get started here with uh, lots of uh, news to talk about and by the way follow us on our socials that's roman show media on instagram and facebook at the roman show on twitter and on YouTube, is All Romano Tool One, where we have tons of interviews. Of course, pandemic has been a little bit challenging for us, but either way, we've been consistent in providing at least an interview a week. So check that out uh, on our website, theromanshow.com, or just subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's All Romano Tool One. Want to talk here real brief of uh, the Iced Earth's John Schaefer who has yet to be charged with federal crime after being photographed at the United States Capitol after what occurred in January 6th, where uh, some folks, some people rioted inside the United States Capitol. Many have been called out uh, for being a part of it uh, or talking in support of it or standing in behind the belief of it and we've seen that in the metal world some of these guys have been called out one of them being john and who was caught in a picture in an image um and his band members are not in favor of of what he was there for but also tommy vex of bad wolves or formerly of bad wolves he was pretty much kicked out uh, part of the band. A few months ago, he posted a video about his thoughts about racism and the race card and how he believes that George Soros is purchasing or is paying for all this Antifa movement and blah, blah, blah. And he's African American himself and he stated that he never felt or he has had an issue with racial profiling. Um, So... Many are speculating that that's the reason why they, they kicked them out. But, but but this is just my take on this, right? Everyone is a, is allowed to believe or support whatever they want. As long as there's no violence involved. We're not telling you to go to the freaking Capitol and smear poop on the desk of a congressperson. No. But you have a right to go and protest and state your word just like they did in the summer for the black lives matter movement it's only fair but if you go to a rally and do nothing wrong you don't break anything you don't uh, again you don't smear poop on a freaking congressman's desk you don't carry weapons you don't uh go in with a plan of holding politicians as hostage then why should you be affected or impacted by this so here we have Tommy Vex exited or kicked out of the band. John, well, John allegedly went inside the Capitol. That is a big no-no because the Capitol wasn't open to the public. So listen, you reap what you sow. You got to pay the consequences. But then I get word that Pat Militich, former UFC fighter turned commentator. He's a commentator for one of the promotions LFA He gets the axe for attending the rally. Now, Pat Miletic was not a part of going inside the Capitol. He wasn't causing any destruction. He was just there in the rally taking pictures with people. And LFA, because allegedly they received some complaints, they ended up firing Pat Miletic out of his commentary or commentator position. Now, in my opinion, that is just unfair. Why in the hell are you going to fire someone for whatever the hell he believes in or, or or he supports? Has nothing to do with what he is doing on the job. If he's a great commentator, he obviously has the experience. He's a he's a former UFC veteran, so he comes with a vast knowledge and now you're firing him because he was at a rally and he did not go in this capital. He did not support none of that violence and you fire him because you're scared. Now that is just very shameful and really it's, it's, it's putting a dent on freedom of speech. Now we, we can go in this and then and we're going to go down a rabbit hole about how Twitter took out President Trump and, and so on and so on and the the, the elimination of Parler. You can go on and have a topic for this for years. But the bottom line is this. There's no way in how that your personal belief or support should uh, impact your work life. So if Tommy Vex, who's a great singer, believes in some of these conspiracies or supports whatever they're saying, Does't mean that he should be eliminated from the band if it's not impacting or his thoughts or his ideals has nothing to do or impacting the band. I mean they could still go on and tour and all that stuff. nothing you're using the guy for his talents you're not using the guy for his thoughts. same thing with Pat Militich. you're using the guy for what he knows his wisdom his his knowledge, not for what he stands for. Nobody cares. I just want to tune in, watch a fight, and make sure that my commentator is giving me the most accurate information as I can. It has nothing to do about him supporting Trump. But then again, LeBron James can go out and talk about how he hates the president and how people need to go out and support. And he can get on the basketball floor and he doesn't get fired. I don't know about you. But I think I kind of make sense here where I'm going with this. So why is it that one guy gets away with it and the other two can't? In fact, they lose their jobs. Hell, let's go back to to the summer of 2020. There were many basketball teams, baseball teams that refused to play because they were in support of this whole Black Lives Matter movement. Did anyone lose their jobs? No. No. Everyone said, hey, we support you. So, LFA, you big bunch of pussies, and I'm going to call you out. Why don't you support your guy? He didn't cause any damage. He didn't destroy anything. He's not saying that he supports what took place in the Capitol, that destruction. He, he's, he's not supporting that. He's just supporting for whatever he wants to believe in. And yet you let him go because you got maybe two or three emails complaining that you were letting this and I'm sure they use this white supremacist or or racist, which we have no we have no proof if Pat Miletic is a freaking racist. So LFA, shame on you for being a bunch of cowards and not supporting your people. Bad wolves. And I know Tommy Vex said not to pick on you. And that's fine. But you shouldn't fire your singer for what he believed in. Or he supports. Because the ta- what you're worried about, what you're concerned about is his talents. That's, that's what he's there for as a singer. So you too are a bunch of cowards and a bunch of pussies for not standing for your damn singer. Again, you don't have to agree. Hell, system of a down. There's one particular member that has a different opinion from the rest politically. I'm not saying that they're best of buddies. But hell, they just put two songs together. They didn't let the whole politics get in the way. But it really upset me when I read that that Pat Minnitish lost his job for going to the stupid rally and Tommy Vex gets kicked out. Then they threw another one that allegedly he beat up his girlfriend or something, but that you know, we have no proof of that. But a bunch of cowards, LFA, bad wolves, shame on you. Just a bunch of punks not supporting your people and allowing them to express their right to freedom. Sorry. I just I just had to say that. With that being said, let's talk about some positive stuff here, right? Phantom High from Toronto. Now, Pearl, who actually says lived in here in Orlando, Florida not too long ago, they are doing a, a, a just a wonderful I personally love personally love when they take music, classic music, pop, and they turn it dark. It just sounds so amazing, really different. Hell, I can't find myself exercising to end sync, alright? It's just not gonna happen. But if you were to put that dark twist to it, like Phantom High is doing, hell yeah. That is freaking awesome when you take a poppy song and turn that some bitch and make it real dark. Kudos to Phantom High for really making this effort and, and, and putting into a different Sound some of these favorite songs that we know that we listen to on the radio, it really sets it apart, and really, it's a good treat for the ear. Coming up next Pearl of Phantom High, all the way from Canada. Welcome back everyone and and we're excited, another band fresh off, Maybe perhaps you have not heard of this band yet. Uh, And if you don't, don't worry because we got you covered and they're all the way from Toronto. Phantom High, check them out right now. Uh, A very unique sound to them and a unique video as well. And right now we have the vocalist of the band Pearl joining us all the way from Canada. Pearl, thanks so much for your time and and for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's,
1: It's awesome awesome to chat to somebody i've been in isolation
0: so i i think we all have pearl and it's always great that uh hey at least we could communicate uh, the phone or social media zoom or whatever the hell it is but uh it's good and it's a great opportunity to talk something uh, aside from politics or uh viruses but music right and um oh, yes. <laughs> it, it, it's thank god for that uh you constantly all it causes so much anxiety man it really does
1: um,
0: yeah, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, it's a freaking disease. But either way, let's talk Block Divine, the new single available right now on your favorite uh, streaming platform. Um, I checked it out myself. Good stuff. Um, I, 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 I love the sound of it. You know what I mean? It, it has that. And, and tell me a little bit about going into this, uh, about the sound in itself. You know, when, just for about when you're about to go into the, the chorus portion, that bam, you know? It kind of just almost introduces you to what's going on. So tell me about the the sound behind it, uh, Black Divine, and then we'll talk a little bit about the lyrics itself.
1: Sure. Um, well, in contrast to our other songs, I mean, there's a strong element of, of pop mm-hmm. in everything that we do, like song structure and format, and also myself, I'm I'm and a few of the other members are we really into. Pop music, in in the sense of like, you know the the the, the more famous ones. A lot of them are written by uh, a guy named Max Martin. A lot of the Ed Sync and the Britney Spears and, and all of that type of stuff. You know, basically, most of the top forty songs in the last twenty years have been written by this guy Max Martin, and we've we've always been a study of that. But going into Phantom High, what we wanted to do sonically was we were a fan of in the 2000s when you started hearing a lot of heavier bands cover pop songs Mm. and, you know, just destroy them in a good way. And we decided, you know, I thought, why not just write the pop songs ourselves and destroy our own, you know, like prepackaged. So that's kind of our, our writing mantra going in is we write pop songs and then destroy them. You know, kind of blow them out, and you know sometimes it's it's because we like it, and sometimes in the case of Black Divine, there's a heavy auto tune, computerized vibe to the verses, and it was it's it's kind of ironic, but you know in retrospect maybe debuting we should have came out with a, a different track, maybe a bit heavier, and and so people would get the the irony or the or the contrast, but we didn't, and uh, so. That's just kind of our sound. We like we like kind of giving people whiplash. You do something really poppy or you know flamboyant, and then just go guttural. And uh, that's that's kind of our, our signature thing that we do.
0: Now, of course, you you you've covered some songs, and we'll get into that in just a few. But I understand that the lyrics for Black Divine. Uh, is in relation to Egyptian culture. Is that accurate? And 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 what exactly? How did you come about? You know, what was the inspiration? Were you reading something? Did someone tell you something about Egyptian culture?
1: So, um, I, yeah, I, I, I'm, kind of, I don't know. Everybody, I guess, in this era, kind of fancies themselves a, a nerd in some format. But mm-hmm. I, I, I read a lot, and I watch a lot of documentaries on Egypt, and. All, all kinds of other things because i'm interested in in culture and, and where things came from and, and the origins of things and so one of one of the things that i do read a lot on is egyptian culture you know as far as the ancient stuff dating back to the pyramids etc and one of the things that i found really interesting was in their culture at the time they classified all things that were artistic they they had different energies and this was called divine or sacred feminine Mm -hmm. and it was it was just very interesting because I I I know there's there's typically you know you can find a lot of androgyny in in music and you find people like David Bowie and all of all of these people you know there's there's always an, an element of what they call now non-binary. We just called it androgyny, you know, when I was growing up. And it's very interesting to see that, you know, if you look at hair metal, for example, or, Mm -hmm. or any of the Guns N' Roses or Led Zeppelin or going way back, you know, you can see that element of androgyny, which is what they classified as a sacred feminine. So with that divine feminine, sacred feminine kind of, Mindset or or energy, I thought, you know, that's kind of my thing, you know, as well. Like I, I, I have that kind of non gender conforming air about me, and sometimes it goes extreme. But this was has always been my kind of my um, guardian angel or my. My thing that I hid in when when my life was miserable was I, I, I went to my music, to my art, and so I just threw black in with the divine, mm. and it just kind of, you know, it's, it's just a play on words off of my inspiration, and black divine is just essentially about the thing that, you know, you may be mocked for, you may be... Um, people may hate on it or whatever, but it's the thing nonetheless that when you're in your darkest moments in life, whatever that is, there's a thing, there's a place that you go, a thing that inspires you, a thing that you, you know, even if it's a beach, you know, it doesn't, that's your your thing that you, you go to. And for me, it was music and the persona that, you know, I put forth with Peril and Phantom High, you know, that that's always been my kind of go-to. So that was my Black Divine. And I just thought maybe other people could relate to that, you know, in, in whatever context. It doesn't have to be specific to, you know, mine, but just in, in many different
0: ways. So with with the music, would you say that you get inspired then from, from everyday life, from uh, history, uh, a little bit of everything?
1: Absolutely, yeah. For
0: sure. Now with the mask I, I took note there uh, uh, of the uh, of the video um, you have the more uh, white uh, mask while the other members they they they, they fluctuate they have different colors um, and some they haven't some images they haven't some images don't uh, but you always tend to have yours uh, but tell me about the mask how I got uh, how I got around of course, masks have been very popular with bands. You know, you, you could go way back when, uh, or also makeup as well, right? Kiss, who uh, one of the guys that, that brought this to light. Uh, but but tell me, what inspired you guys to put masks on this, in this day and age, uh, when some people could could just say, "Oh, it's just another gimmick band." You know, they're just wearing masks. Exactly. You know? Yeah,
1: we get that. We get that a lot, unfortunately. And the the crazy thing is, is that of course i'm a huge alice cooper fan mm-hmm. i'm a huge kiss fan i'm a i i you know slipknot have never been one of my favorite bands but i love them mm-hmm. they i guess they, they kind of are by default because i listen to them but you know i've always been more of a corn mm-hmm. or um motionless and white you know mm-hmm. we're another band that inspired us with theatrics um The mask is actually a completely different story from what people will assume. So um, in 2016, uh, the guitarist Seven and myself were finishing up uh, a college run. We we went and got electronic engineering degrees in 2015 and 2016. And 2016, we were on our uh, spring break, and we were just binge watching animes, and so <laughs> this is, Phantom High pretty much just was born out of this March break. Um, we had been doing music prior, but it wasn't Phantom High. Um, we were watching a series called Black Butler.
0: Oh, I've heard of that one. The yep. main mm-hmm.
1: character is uh, CL Phantom Hives. Mm-hmm and as in a beehive, and I misheard it the first time that I watched it. I was like, what? Phantom High? That is the coolest name. You know, I wasn't thinking, like, there's apparently Phantom High as a terminology as well for something to do with, you know, getting high or, or, you know, a, a high coming back. I didn't know anything about that. I just thought Phantom High as in, you know, like a high school, like a creep... Because I'm, I'm, I like that aesthetic, the Joker Gang aesthetic, and I remember watching the Warriors, um, mm-hmm. an old movie when mm-hmm. I was a kid, and I liked the the baseball game, and I so I always liked that kind of spooky, creepy gang aesthetic, and I thought Phantom High, that's such a cool thing, you know, it's got a varsity vibe to it, but it's creepy at the same time. And when I found out that it was Phantom High and not Phantom High, I was like, Yoink! That's <laughs> that's that's us. You know, that's, that is that is us. And so the name was born. A week later, after we watched that entire series, uh, we got into one called Knights of Sidonia which is called something else in Japanese, but Netflix brought the rights to it. And so on Netflix, it's called Knights of Sidonia And in this series, there is uh, an elite society of immortals, and they all wear these stoic, masks and I just thought that that was the coolest thing because they would be going through these must have been terrifying life or death scenarios but the expression on the mask was so stoic you know just like navy seals or airline pilots and you see them and even in the the craziest situation they, they keep their composure and they're just you know and I've always been touched by that kind of thing and When I saw it, it put an idea in my head and I was like, wow, that would be really cool to have, you know, this type of persona as a front person for the band. And we were looking at the time for a front person. We couldn't find one. I'm a guitar player. I've been a guitar player all my life. And that's kind of what I identify as, as a musician. I never sang before 2016. I decided I would step in as the muse, you know, I would kind of flesh out what we were going to be technically and how we were going to move forward as a band. And I would put, I would get a mask and design a mask and put this on. And then when we found the person that was right to front the band, they would wear the mask and I would fall back into guitar and nobody would know the difference. And it never happened. Um, you know, I spent probably two years rehearsing and just learning all of these things until I became so good at them. We couldn't find anybody that had the, I don't know, the conviction or the, the energy that, that got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I ended up staying in that place. But initially, it was supposed to be just a muse, you know, just a, just a placeholder. Um, wow. while we found the right person and that's where it all came from it came from an anime and uh, the idea that we were gonna find somebody else that was an actual singer and uh, but here we are
0: have you written or, or, uh, or are you currently working on or thought about working on a song in relation to one of these anime series
1: I don't know I, I haven't I haven't thought about it I've, I've kind of you know how it is with people and if you let yourself get too exposed or, or expose too much of your influence, mm-hmm. people will start to kind of try and pigeonhole you. I mean, so I, I kind of have stayed away from conceptual stuff where, where that's concerned, but you never know, it, it, may, it may happen.
0: So you guys covered uh, some classics here, Let's Dance from David Bowie. Um, also, Run To You, Brian Adams, which you, you did a great, great job on that. You know, these are very, like, happy-go-lucky songs, and you turned it dark. And I always love when a band really takes that course, you know. So were there any challenges in recreating these hits? Because once those songs are it, you know, it's always hard to duplicate it. It's very rare do you see yeah. some bands. Uh, I could just Exactly. I could just think of one yeah. Johnny Cash, you know, he, he recreated Trent Reznor's song, um and that people still to this day think oh that was the original trend set uh, trend did that it was Johnny cow right <laughs> you know and I, right now escapes my head but you know what I mean
1: <laughs> yeah it's hard because you you want to retain some of what the song meant mm-hmm. you know and and some of what makes that song important but you also I mean why bother redoing something you're you're never gonna do it. In the same way as good as the original person did you know because they were the original person and that's why so i i try not to i'll i'll go through songs and if there's an artist that i i want to really you know learn some of what they do and and capture some of their energy i'll go through their catalog and uh, even you know it'll it'll be the song that i hear that resonates where i know i've got something that i can contribute to that or change you know in a meaningful way with brian adams it was really hard because i had wanted to cover that song for probably 10 years and i just couldn't i couldn't get you know every time i tried to do it it was like yeah but this is just what he did only it sounds better you know when he did it because that was and so i decided one day, you know, let me just try messing with the tempo and maybe go to a halftime thing and, and just do it really gritty, and and that uh, you know it just kind of rolled out and that's where that's that's how it came out and I was like I, I can I can live with that that's that's pretty cool I, the the Bowie one um, you know there was other Bowie songs and you know a lot of Bowie fans they hate the the synth pop eighties. Bowie, Um, but that was that was, you know, when I was a kid, that was the first exposure I had to to him, and so it was nostalgic. And when I heard it, I was like, "This is the one." And so I, you know, typically I will cover the song as is all the way through, and then I'll just start removing and replacing and messing with drum patterns and and you know different phrasings and seeing what I can make powerful and, and, you know, what I can take away from and, and make it minimal. And that's kind of the way that I, I go through things, but that was, that was a, a song that, that was my favorite Bowie song probably was the, yeah, let's dance.
0: So you, you mentioned um NSYNC and, and, and uh, all these poppy bands um, and any chance we're going to get, any of the NSYNC in sync songs in that dark version, that, that'd be pretty cool. Like, bye, bye, bye. I could just uh, picture that. And, um, you know, I, I could just, that'd be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it, it's entirely possible. I mean, there's, um, I've got, uh, I did a, a Gaga cover mm-hmm. for, um, oh God, I can't even, my memory is terrible. I, I need another coffee. <laughs> um, but i yeah, I've done some gaga stuff i've done uh i wanna do a Britney one, but it seems like every time we pick one and we kind of commit to going through with it, somebody else comes out having covered it, and I don't wanna you know I don't wanna be derivative, so I just let them have their thing and eventually one day yeah i you never know we might we might find one of those.
0: So lastly, any any plans on having a full album? I know you've done some EPs and obviously singles, but any chances we're going to get a full album? And if so, when? Can we expect it?
1: So with a full album, it's hard. You know, I absolutely want to do a full album. Uh, we have, <laughs> we probably have four or five full-length albums worth of material already written. You know, I, I literally don't know how to about releasing it um, we, we just uh, with the current paradigm of consumption the way that music is consumed I, I my only concern would be that with an album um, a lot of it just gets discarded you no. know whereas with EPs or singles which seems to be the way that it goes in kind of conjunction with social media and how you have to keep constantly releasing content um, our thoughts are maybe just either a series of sporadic singles with videos or maybe a couple EPs you know an album that's kind of broken up in the in the space of maybe six months
0: gotcha well I want to thank you so much for your time again uh, Black Divine the single is available as we speak and uh, check out Phantom Heim for the rest of the, the their, their music that they have available on your favorite platform and you know Pearl we'd love to have you down here in Florida so if you do and when you do please keep us updated uh, I know you guys are very cold up there in Canada so we, we send you some of our, uh, of our warmness over there and uh, uh, hope <laughs> I'm from Florida originally really actually, what, what I, part of Florida uh,
1: Orlando is where I stayed most of the time although I did stay in plantation for
0: a while wow um, Right yeah, around the I So know, what brought Florida. you, what took you to Canada?
1: Um, well, both of my parents are Canadian. Um, yeah. I happened to be born in the U.S. Uh, we lived on a border town and uh, the closest hospital was on the U.S. side. So when my mom went into labor, that's where I popped out and I got citizenship um, as long as I don't vote either way. <laughs> and um, so in, yeah, in the, in the 2000s, I, I, went down to i was in florida that's and then i moved home in i think 2006 to canada and uh decided to put a band together try and do something up here and then we ended up moving to toronto as a band and then uh promptly disbanded that band and began a new one (laughs)
0: wow well pearl would love to have you back home here in, uh, in florida um Anytime, any place. Of course, whenever this, this stuff comes, uh, settles down and gets you guys on stage, because we're all itching for some good concerts. Uh, I think I think the world needs uh, a concert. Uh, I think we all need to release uh, some stress in the pit, on the time. stage, and the singing. I think it's time. I, I, I they always talk about when 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 things get better, we're just gonna hold like a festival for like days. <laughs> you know, I think I, I think, so. I I hope think we so. deserve. I hope, it. I hope music bounces back. Yes. You know, harder than ever when, when all of this stuff clears up. That's absolutely right. And and again, thank you for giving us good content. So, pro thanks so very much. Again, check out Phantom Highs, new single available right now, Black Divine, and uh, check them out also on their social media. Purchase some of their merchandise. I know you get some, some good uh, t shirts and, and all that good stuff. So pro thanks so much and and uh, hope to talk to you very soon. Cheers. Thanks so much, yeah. Rodolfo. Bye bye. Thank you, Pearl, for joining us here on The Roman Show. Once again, really appreciate the, uh, your, your, your time and speaking to us about Black Divine and uh, the rest of the stuff that you guys are working on. And everyone, make sure that you follow them on Spotify or their um, socials and support the band with their merchandise. As you know, all musicians are, are, are currently, um, man, they're going through hell. You know, The pandemic is affecting all of music and arts. We don't have any concerts. I don't know when the hell we're going to get concerts. So at least we could do is just buy a t-shirt for 20, 30 bucks and um, just keep them afloat, man. That's all we could do. We could just help each other out. Well, ABC debuted uh, the UFC for the first time. It's the first time Mixed Martial Arts debuted on a huge national network as ABC is. In fact, ABC aired boxing back in 2000. And that was the last time that we saw Combat Sports. So 21 years later, we get to see mixed martial arts. And boy, did they did the UFC deliver <laughs> Max Holloway and Calvin Catter in a amazing main event between these two. It wasn't a total toe fight, no. But Max Holloway plummeled, pummeled Calvin. No doubt. But Calvin withstood everything that Max Holloway brought, Uh, but Max Holloway was dancing in there like Muhammad Ali, he had some quick feet, amazing moves, this guy is a different fighter. Why is this guy not getting a rematch for the featherweight championship? God knows. But I'm sure that after that huge performance that he had live on national television, and I'd be—I'm really looking forward to the uh, the ratings. I would love to know what they are because after that, I believe it was football that followed. But either way, the the guy was just so freaking flashy and good. He's 29 years old now. Uh, celebrated his 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 birthday recently. But boy, Max Holloway surprised the hell out of me. And a lot of people, Daniel Cormier was even saying, wow, this guy's the GOAT, calling him pretty much uh, putting him right there next with Muhammad Ali with the way he moved. So to be called that by Daniel Cormier, former heavyweight and light heavyweight champion and a former Olympian, man, you got to take that to the bank. Get this guy a freaking rematch. Max Holloway is the real deal. He is a GOAT, and it's just uh, once he retires, his Hall of Fame jacket will be waiting for him right there and then. And then not only not only did he just defeat this guy, beat the crap out of uh, Calvin in a, in a fashionable way, but then he calls out, not really calls out, but states, listen, if Conor McGregor or Duster Poyer, any of those guys can make it to the fight next Saturday, On January 23rd, then put me in, Dana. You have my number. In fact, I believe he's staying in Abu Dhabi just in case. I don't know about you, but that's a freaking fighter right there. That's a guy who has balls and wants to show the world that he'll take on anyone. So that means he'll go ahead and get those extra 10 pounds and fight at lightweight against Dustin Poirier or Conor McGregor if either of those guys drop. Now, that's a freaking fighter to watch, and is exciting. Thank you, Max Holloway and Calvin, because Calvin withstood all that pain for putting that freaking amazing fight live on ABC. You made all of mixed martial arts fans very happy. Dean, or Herb Dean, I think maybe he should have stepped in. There were many times in that fight, it was a five-rounder, that he could have stepped in to fight it. There was, I believe it was in the third round where Calvin was just... Swing left to right. It seemed like a freaking hammock on a windy day. And he was just about to to fall. But he withstood the pain. He came out stronger. And quite amazing uh, of a freaking heart that that guy put up. Carlos Condit defeated Matt Brown in a unanimous decision. And that was Carlos Condit's last fight for the UFC contract-wise. Where he will go. I won't be surprised if we'll see him in Bellator. Li Jingliang defeated Santiago Pontinibio. Uh, shocked with this, he he knocked him out in the first round at four minutes and twenty-five seconds. Santiago is a is a knockout guy too, but unfortunately it just didn't go his way this time around. But I was really impressed with Punelli Soriano. He defeated Dusko Torovic. In the first round, in 4 minutes and 48 seconds, that guy's a freaking beast. He's a Hawaiian guy. You know those Hawaiian dudes are very strong. And I'm sure that he's going to be wrecking stuff as he gets his feet even more wet than what they are. Haven't really seen him being tested in his wrestling. But if he can keep it on the, uh, on the feet, man, that guy's going to be serious stuff. Conor McGregor and, and, po- and uh, Poirier, as I stated, they will be headlining the upcoming pay-per-view this Saturday, January twenty-third. On that card, you also has a, have as a co-main event the debut of former Bellator champion Michael Chandler versus Dan Hooker. Now everyone has been hyping up Chandler. Because they, they, he's he's a great fighter. He he was uh, at one point the fighter in Bellator, uh, but of course with MMA, the, in the combat sports H plays a, a major major role. Hopefully he does a, a very good job here in, in the UFC and does not disappoint and gives us some good fights. And lastly, to finish off, Dana White came out on ABC during the program and stated that Habib Nurmagomedov. They both had a conversation or a meeting. And Habib said, listen, if Dustin Poirier and Kamala McGregor excite me or give me a reason to come back, then I will. So don't count out Habib Nurmagomedov as retired yet. Because there might still be a little bit of fuel inside Habib. Oh, and I almost forgot this Wednesday... On uh, ESPN plus Michael Chiesa versus Neil Magny. That should be a fun fight. All these fights are coming from Fight Island. Well, with that being said, thank you very much for tuning in. And we will catch you next week right here on The Roman Show. We're going to welcome the metalcore band, A Scent of Wolves. They have some new music coming out. And, man, we're getting excited. Titan FC will return on February 12th going to be live on UFC Fight Pass do not miss it and also 305 Fights Amateur Mixed Martial Arts out of Miami, Florida is uh, streaming on Cachita Universal Studios but you can check everything out on TV. that's E-E-N TV USA and you can download the app and watch all this great content including 305
1: fights.
0: Alright, with that said, thanks so much for joining us this week. Never on, Never heard. Catch you next week, everyone. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers.